Hey, it's Zach here, and super quick before we dive into the show. If you haven't already, I want to make sure that you have subscribed to my free weekly Case of the Mondays newsletter, because it is where I share my best advice, strategies, and mindsets to help you design a creative career that you absolutely love showing up for every Monday morning. When you sign up, I'll even send you a bonus five-day email course to help you clarify and prioritize the next small steps in your unique path to success. To sign up, just visit optimizeyourself.me slash newsletter. All right, on to today's episode. My name is Zach Arnold, and I'm a former Hollywood film and television editor turned career strategist and the creator of Optimize Yourself, where I help artists, creatives, and storytellers just like you design the more balanced, more sustainable, and more fulfilling creative career that you deserve. In a nutshell, I'm Tim Ferriss meets Ted Lasso, minus the mustache, because I am obsessed with both learning everything I can about optimizing human potential while also inspiring you to realize yours. If you are ready to step outside your comfort zone, let's dive right in and unlock the optimized version of you. Hello, and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast, where I share honest and candid conversations with best-selling authors, world-class athletes, Hollywood legends, elite experts in a variety of fields, as well as everyday people that are achieving extraordinary things. It means the world to me that with all the podcast choices out there, you have chosen to invest your valuable time, energy, and attention with me. Now, before we get started, don't forget to visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast so you can subscribe, leave a review, and so you can also download your unique customized podcast playlist where I'm gonna send you the five best expert interviews from our archives to help you achieve your specific goals. So on that note, without further ado, let's get right to today's guest. Dr. Jason Wersland is a chiropractor, an athlete, and he's also the founder and inventor of the Theragun, which is a revolutionary neuromuscular percussive therapy device. Or in layman's terms, this is the most badass massage power tool you have ever seen. Now, whether you're a professional athlete, a weekend warrior who runs Spartan races or is training for American Ninja Warrior like me, or more likely, if you are simply somebody who lives behind a computer all day long and you battle chronic discomfort, aches, and pains, I'm going to say this with a zero hyperbole. The Theragun is a game changer. Within minutes, it literally melts away knots, tension, and pain. It is like the cheapest, fastest, and the best massage you've ever had. And best of all, it can sit right on your desk or in a drawer. So after suffering a motorcycle accident that caused a disc herniation that resulted in intense pain and then eventually atrophy, Dr. Jason, or Dr. J, recognized an extraordinary need for an effective portable treatment device that he could give to his patients so they could do the treatment and use as needed. So he basically, rather than looking for some other device out in the world, decided that he was just gonna build one himself. The Theragun basically began as a do-it-yourself device that was pieced together from whatever Dr. J could find in his garage to what is now the world leader in percussive therapy. And since the introduction of this device, there have been countless other companies that have tried to copy or improve the Theragun. But given Dr. J's intense attention to detail, there is still no device quite like it. So in this interview, Dr. J and I discuss his origin story, so to speak, and what led him to build this device on his own, how he developed and perfected it to become the amazing device that it is today, and more importantly, how anyone can use it, regardless of their level of physical activity, to overcome muscle soreness, tightness, fatigue, and chronic aches and pains. All right, so without further ado, my interview with Theragun founder and inventor, Dr. Jason Wersland. 
I'm here today with Dr. Jason Wersland, who's a doctor of chiropractic, and he's also the founder and the head of performance development at Theragun. So Dr. J, as you are also known, or Dr. Jason, it is by far a huge pleasure for me to have you on the show today. <laughs> Thanks. That's a... Uh... That's a big welcome. Well, and it is a big welcome, and I'm going to explain to my audience why, because I don't often have uh, what may appear to them to be the manufacturer of a power tool (laughs) on my podcast, but I'm I'm going to let, they're going to understand at the end of this hour why you're here, but what I want to share with them and also share with you is the way that this journey started is at the beginning of the year, I decided that I was going to go from being a 38-year-old film editor with a dad bod to choosing to train for American Ninja Warrior. And that has been less than a painless and smooth, elegant experience for me. Recovery has been a huge part of the process. And I started seeing these things on my Instagram feed that looked like these handheld jigsaws, but they had like lacrosse balls on the end of them. And like, there were all these videos and like, what in the heck is this thing? And I started to dive down the rabbit hole. And I realized that there's been this huge explosion of all these tools, which are called percussive massage therapy devices, and they have all these different names. So I just started to reach out and be like, hey, I wonder if this is something that would make a difference for my training, being an old guy trying to figure out this ninja stuff. And I reached out to you guys, and you were so kind to not only respond to me, which other companies haven't even done, but you said, hey, if you're local, come by, check this thing out in person, try it out, and meet the guy that invented it. And I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> so I did that. I headed out to Santa Monica. I was lucky enough that you guys are just an hour's drive away and you're not like in you know, Silicon Valley or Austin or anything like that. And my hesitation was thinking, what if this guy is just a guy that makes this power tool device? How am I going to actually talk about this thing and make it interesting? Because I need stories that I need an emotional connection behind something to really get behind it. And all I can say, I'm not going to give away anything from the conversation that you and I had, but it was one of those very, very rare conversations where I walked out of that conversation after just one hour, feeling like because I'd spoken to you and gotten to know you better, I was now by default a better human being. Oh, wow. So that meeting really had an impact on me. Um, We'll also talk about the impact that the Theragun has had on me. Um, But (laughs) before we really start to talk shop and get into the nitty gritty of talking about this thing called the Theragun, I want to just understand the origin story of you going way back to, you know, what you used to do and what you're interested in and what got you into chiropractic and then ultimately what got you to deciding to make this device. Yeah. You know, it's funny you ask that question because I feel like the further I get into this mission with Theragun, I I realize how much the past of my in my life really kind of just like with everyone else, I think it's nothing special to me, but I think it's an, it's a really cool experience to recognize how so many little things played a part in your life to have the blessing to be able to bless so many lives. You know what I mean? Well, and I, I think that the, there's no question that you, you know, whether indirectly or directly, are definitely blessing a lot of people's lives. Um, and I certainly want to talk about that through the, the equipment and you know through the, the Theragun and whatnot. But I think, like you said, it's so much more important, at least for me, the, the stories that I like to tell. I want to understand the origin story. I don't want to just know, well, this is a guy that designed this really cool device. <laughs> All great ideas, I think really start from, man, I have my own problem and I have to figure out how to solve it. So let's start there. Where did this thing come from? When I was in, it was 2007, I lived in Los Angeles. Um, I was, and I'll, I'll, 
I'll kind of bounce around a little bit to try and answer some of your questions. But I, I lived in Los Angeles. I was just finishing chiropractic school. I had uh, one more exam or something. It was something to do with physical therapy. I had to get to the school to take. Jumped on my motorcycle at 6.30 a.m. in the morning on, on October 17, 2007. And I'm cruising through. And, you know, like motorcycle guys do in L.A., motorcycle riders, you split traffic. So I started splitting traffic as the traffic slowed down. And um, a guy missed his turn, cranked and turned right in front of me. And I T-boned the side of his Volkswagen uh, Passat. And I lost. <laughs> So from that accident, a still continuing chain of events happened. And it started with me being injured from the accident. I got thrown from the bike and caused a lot of soft tissue damage in my neck. And ultimately, within about 45 days of that injury, I had a 9 millimeter disc bulge herniate my neck, um, which caused a lot of nerve pain, muscle cramps, decreased blood flow, all the things that come from that. It was scary, I think is the best word, because I had been going to school and I want, I, my whole perspective was treating patients and fixing them. And now suddenly I was a patient and I started experiencing some of the things that now looking back on it, patients experience, people experience. And you go through these, all these roller coaster feelings like hopelessness. And my hand was numb and I was a chiropractor. And how was I going to use that? And you know, having that happen to you 45 days plus where you're not sleeping and you don't want to eat and you, it's just really strange. And anyone that's listening to this, that's experienced this will know it'll just make sense. Cause if you know, you know, I just started reflecting through those days on my life and I started to become more and more desperate. And I'd heard somewhere along in my life that necessity was the mother of invention and it didn't make more sense to me than at this time in my life in 2000, 2000, Christmas of 2007 and then January of 2008. And in February of 2008, I, you know, you asked me a minute ago, like what my life was and what kind of brought me here. And without getting too deep into it, you know, I grew up with a bunch of brothers and we had a farm and, you know, there was stuff everywhere, tools from the forties and you could just make stuff. So you just pick up things and start putting stuff together. And, you know, not knowing back then that this, that's little kind of thought processes and skill really in a weird way kind of paid off. And I'd grown up with tools, power tools. My dad worked, you know, we always worked, got up early on the weekends and that's just kind of what you did. And it all kind of came together. And so one night I'm sitting in my apartment and I was frustrated. I was tired. I was done kind of. And I just started thinking, you know what, I got to, I need something to fix this. About two weeks prior to that, my brother, uh, I reached out to my brother, one of them who's a chiropractor and he'd had a water skiing accident about two years before my accident. And I remembered him using something that vibrated and that's kind of where this thought triggered a vibration. So he said, Hey, I, I used this thing and I had it in my office, drove to my office, grabbed it, took it apart. Like he did. He showed me how to use it and I used it and it was amazing. The pain went away, but it didn't go away very long. It would go away for moments. And then after a minute, I'd realize I had to use this product on me longer. That process of using the vibration and how it would desensitize my pain, I, I was like, okay, hey, wait a second. I'd tried drugs. I was recommended surgery and I, I felt like I was young enough. I didn't need it. And so I made something. I mean, I just went and got the tools out of my truck and garage and sat there and tried to make something that I could use on myself that had the strength and the power and the torque 
to be able to get in deep where I needed to, but had a bigger amplitude because I felt like the vibrating tool that I was using at the time was too irritating to my skin and I couldn't hold it for very long on my arm and it just wasn't working. So I just, in my head, I kept thinking, I, I know I need, I need something that just punches my arm. And so I made it and it started, I started using it and I was fascinated. The harder it hit me, the bigger the amplitude, the longer the pain would go away. And I was just, I'd, I'd use it and then I'd sit back and breathe and I'd get goosebumps and then I'd use it for a few minutes and I got to where I could shower and then I got to where I could eat. And then I would use it for a few minutes before I took a nap to try and catch up on some sleep. I actually bought this adapter for my car to use it in the car on the way to work. So that's how it started. And, and that was in January, February of 2008. I really used it every day. I mean, several times a day to deal with my pain and to release the muscle cramps. And I, I would look forward to getting home to use it and just put it up in my armpit. And, and the, the time that it was on me, the pain was gone. And I just, I knew that. So I got better July of 2008. I got better. I got to the point where I couldn't move. I was close to hundred percent. I was starting to gain some of my muscle back. Um, about three or four months later, a patient comes in. Patient was a bus driver in Los Angeles who'd been in an unfortunate head-on collision with another bus in the parking lot and had similar injuries that I did. So imagine I'm had, I just experienced this and I'm still lingering from like the, Oh my God feeling of, wow, that thing really did work. And now I'm reading a patient's paperwork that's literally describing me similar age. Insurance was terrible. I knew he was only going to get about 12 visits and there's no way I could fix him in 12 visits. I didn't, I knew the guy didn't have the money to pay for the services. So I'm like thinking, man, I'm stuck. What do I do with this guy? So I brought him and his wife in. I sat him down. I said, listen, I'm going to tell you guys about something. I need you to understand. Like the biggest part of this is the pain and you need to deal with the pain. You're in pain 24 hours a day. If you take out the 15 minutes that you're with me, that's 23 and a half hours a day or more. And I can't win that battle. So I'm going to need you to take this home and see if we can get you out of pain. So when you come and see me, we can do good therapy and we'll speed your healing up. Long story short, it did it. It worked. And, and I realized, wow, this worked for me and him. And then I started using it on some of my patients. And then I used it on some people in the clinic. And then I used it on some pro athletes. And then it just slowly started to take off from there. I, I'm sorry to ramble so much. That was such a long answer to your question. But I No, this, this, this is what I'm looking for. I, I don't want concise answers. I want stories. I want emotion. I want to really understand why this is so important. So that you definitely are no longer allowed to apologize for rambling because I loved that. That was great. <laughs> Okay. Um, and had, I didn't even realize that we had this in common, but I too grew up on a farm. I didn't have a bunch of brothers, um, but I also grew up on a farm. So I can completely relate to, oh, just grab this and put this together and play with this. Yeah. And stuff yeah. But in my mind right now, I'm picturing this prototype being a jigsaw with duct tape wrapped around a lacrosse ball. Like I, I have all these <laughs> visions of what it would have been for my prototype. So explain to me in a little bit more detail, what was this prototype that it was good enough you could actually hand it to a patient? Well, um, it took some work. I'll tell you that. I took a, a variable speed jigsaw. The amplitude was almost three quarters of an inch. It was a pretty big revolution. And I took some pieces from a, a sawzall that actually would receive the, the chuck better. If I'm sure you know what that is. Yes, I, no, I, I, I can picture this completely right now. I'm sitting there with this on my lap and I have one, my right arm up over my head. So I'm trying to do this with one hand and using my legs. And because 
every time I dropped my arm, the pain was just like someone was stabbing me. And so I'd have to keep my arm up and take my breath. And then, so I'm trying to put this thing together. I'd use, I didn't have any duct tape, which is hilarious because I grew up with that crap. My dad, that's a joke, but I had some plumber's tape. And so I was just wrapping that really tight around the end of it. I had golf balls because I had golf. It, it just instinctively, that was too hard. I needed something that really had the impact, but like not a solid rock hard impact. I needed something that would get in there. But at the point of contact, I needed something softer because of where I was jiving. I was shoving it up in my armpit. So I didn't want to like take something. So I took a wooden dowel, kind of sanded down the end, stuck it in, taped it in. And then I wrapped a bunch of paper towel over the top of it and covered that with that same tape. So yeah, there you go. How about that for a picture in your head? Well, what I'm not picturing right now is the prototype. What I'm picturing is the look on the face of your patient when you said, here, take this home and use it. That's what I'm picturing right now. You should have seen his wife. And they're like, uh, so is this licensed? Is this, yeah. What in the so, hell are you giving me right now? Yeah, so, so from there, from, from that point, the paper towel and all that, it would wear through the paper towel really quick. It would slide off. I would get lost in the euphoria of the feeling I was having. And then all of a sudden, I realized I'm jabbing myself with a wooden dowel. And I actually caused some blood under there a couple of times. So one night I'm laying there, I'd just been using it on my, not in the armpit, but kind of around the muscles of my shoulder and my arm. And I was looking at my golf bag and I was like, wait a minute, I have some foam balls over there. So like three or four days into this, I remembered that I had those foam golf balls. I grabbed a foam golf ball, shoved a pen in the end of it to give a little counter hole. And then I stuck it on the thing. Then I started using Elmer's glue. Then I got super glue and I burned through probably 20 of those golf balls just because I would use the pressure and just shove it up my armpit. But it was like the perfect density. So that was a discovery that I had, which was the fun thing about this is people say you invented this. I don't think I invented it. I think I created this out of a need that a lot of people have. And I just happened to be the guy that kind of followed through with it to this point with, man, a whole nother podcast full of challenges. But, so, but by the time the dude got it, my patient, it had been, I cleaned it up pretty good. I have the, the wooden dowel was now a, uh, a piece of metal that I had a guy make for me. And that metal had a flatter head that I could now fit those little golf balls on the end. And, and it's funny that I talk about it like that because that's been one of the pain points in the whole process is finding the right attachments and the right attachment process, the right attachment density, the, the engineering of those things. It's not easy. It, it really is a difficult thing, especially when... Like coming from my perspective as a chiropractor, it's got to be right. So that's a whole other story. But that's the, by the time I handed it to that patient, it was pretty cleaned up. Well, still, I mean, your your hand on the guy, even though you know it's pretty cleaned up, it's still a, a former jigsaw with a piece of metal and some weird attachment and some golf balls. And I know that even I, who's very <laughs> open to experimentation, would be like, "You got to be kidding me, really? Like this this is what's going to fix my pain?" Yeah. Well, I put it on him. I, I said, let me show you. And I showed him and he was like, I'll do it. This is makes sense to me. I get it. It was, it was that kind of realization that I have to mention while I'm thinking about this, but Zach gets that look on his face that never goes away. And it never goes away in my mind because I remember it from him, but I see it every time I use this on someone, you know, people laugh about it. And I, and I joke now when I go to, to shows or, to events or something at the CrossFit games and someone's never had it before, I'll tell someone, stand in front of them and turn your phone on. You're going to love this. And even the person that's receiving the treatment knows that I set them up that way. And they still make faces that are like, 
you know, the best relief faces you've ever seen. So it, it, <laughs> it's, I don't, you're asking, we're talking about some really fun things because people don't talk about these things with me, but I, I wish I could remember the guy's name. I need to find that out because I've told the story so many times. I feel like I owe him some sort of, some sort of credit, but um, he, he, he felt that he knew what it was. And it was just literally a matter of kind of explaining him the basics, which are the same thing I say to people now. So. My sincerest apologies for the interruption, but if you're a creative professional who spends long hours at your workstation, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life. Because working with a topo mat underneath you at a height adjustable workstation is a game changer. Let's learn a little bit more from ErgoDriven co-founder and CEO Kit Perkins, creator of the topo mat. The topo mat is the first anti-fatigue mat designed specifically for standing desks. The real benefit of a standing desk is movement. We found bringing in this cushioned terrain under your feet, your brain just subconsciously engages and you wander around and you get that movement at the standing desk that you need without even having to think about it at all. People will come to me at an event or a panel and they'll say, I got the topo mat because of you. Even when they had a mat, once they used this one, it was a total game changer. We've just heard time and time again that with topo, we've kind of hit the sweet spot that it's the right premium quality materials and a right shape that people are actually getting benefit out of this stuff. You spend more time here than anywhere if you do creative work the way that I do. So I would rather be driving around in a Ferrari than a Ford Pinto. And I feel like this is the Ferrari of the standing mat. One of the things you don't realize is that at a standing desk, your main interface to the world, your body's main interface to the world is the ground. If you're gonna invest in anything at that Ferrari level, it should be what you're standing on. Well, my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself, that's stuck in front of a computer for inordinate amounts of time of their waking life, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. I like it. That's a utopian vision I can get on board with. If you're a creative professional looking for a simple and affordable way to stay active, energetic, and focused while spending long hours at your height adjustable workstation, I can't stress enough how important it is to have the right mat underneath you, which is why I continue to share the Topo Mat as my number one product recommendation. To learn more about the Topo Mat and purchase yours, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Topo. That's T-O-P-O. Well, what's funny is that it was those videos that got me in touch with you that eventually got you on this podcast today. Because I, I remember watching a few of those that could have been on Instagram or wherever it was. It was just some random pop-up. I'm like, what is this? And like, oh, okay. I'm, I, I want to learn more about this because I know how I have felt the last eight months doing this training that my body's not used to. And I wasn't experiencing sharp pains. Like I hadn't been in an accident. So I don't want to give anybody the idea that I was experiencing the level of discomfort that you were or your patient was or anybody that has been in a severe accident. But just on a day-to-day level... I just felt like I was 100 years old. Like I was just like, oh my God, everything hurts. And I discovered yeah. these things called bicep tendons that I didn't even know I had. And like, why does this hurt so bad? Oh, that's a bicep tendon. Didn't know that was part of my body. That's nice. <laughs> I discovered my scapula and like all these areas from doing all this climbing and jumping and lashang from bar to bar that I've never done in my life. And it just didn't matter what I did. Like I had, a fo- like I've got the whole kit. I've got foam rollers, multiple thicknesses, you know, densities. I've got lacrosse balls. I've got double lacrosse balls taped together because I'm a huge uh, Dr. Kelly Starrett fan. And he kind of started that whole craze. I've got resistance bands. All of that stuff is great. 
but it requires a lot of effort and it requires a ton of patience. Because if you're just going to start putting a lacrosse ball in, like, for example, my hip flexors, that was a month of my life was I was just married to a lacrosse ball digging into my hip flexors. And it helps and it works. But there's no real immediate relief. It's just immediate sharp pain saying, Oh, boy, I got a lot of work to do. And I just consistently show up every day and do a little bit of work a few minutes here, a few minutes there. And you slowly see this progression. But with the gun, it's a whole different level. I remember when, because I had never used it when I came into you, I was just curious about how it worked and you guys were nice enough to invite me over. And you're like, just get on the table. I'm like, oh, okay. Get me on. You're like, I'm going to do a two minute sweep. And I wish that you'd done the camera thing with me because it really was just this feeling of like, oh my God, what is this? Oh my God, <laughs> this is the thing I've been looking for forever, right? <laughs> so it was just that, that same amazing experience. And you'd said to me like, describe what it feels like right now after I had that, uh, you know, maybe three to five minutes where you just gently went over all these different areas and like a path from head to toe. And I yeah. said, just, it feels like I got out of a 90 minute massage and I just lost 15 pounds. It was <laughs> unbelievable. But here's, here's the thing that I really want my audience to understand. And that I haven't even told you this yet. Since I started training this year, one of the things that I've been doing on a weekly basis is parkour. And I have no business being in a parkour class. I'm surrounded by a bunch of teenagers that are jumping off walls and the shang and climbing stuff. And I came in there the first month or two and it was just embarrassing. But I'm a big <laughs> believer in just failing forward and failing spectacularly because that's how you learn and get better. But the process has been very, very painful. Recovery has been very difficult. And I'd gone to a parkour class just the week before I'd seen you. And I was just lagging and I was tired and my lower back was tight. And I had a hard time just getting my arms above my head to reach the bars because my shoulders were so tight. And I even have video of just me looking worn out. Like I was just like, I'm done. I'm gassed out. I don't have the energy. So I had the proof of what I felt like and moved like the week before. Then I saw you and I started using the Theragun and I did this 20 minute head to toe sweep on like all the, the key areas that I would need head to toe for parkour class. And I went to my class. And again, I was running around feeling like I had instantly ripped off a 20 pound weight vest. And all of a sudden, it got to be like 8.30 or 9 o'clock, which was two hours into my class. And I said, why am I not exhausted yet? I don't get it. Like usually by now, I'm gassed out. I can barely move. Why do I feel so good? And I'm like, oh, it's the gun. That's what's the difference. I'd done everything the same, same recovery ritual, same food. I'm very, very habitual. It's the only thing that changed, but it was not a little tiny like, oh yeah, this is making 1% difference. It was night and day. And I repeated that same experience just a few days ago, same thing all over again. So it definitely was not a fluke. Wow. So I've seen the difference. That's really cool. It's, it, you know, I think, you know, a lot of these people I work on, ironically, are patients. They're people that I, that I treat. So I'm not a name dropper, but then there's also the legal side that I can't really mention. But one of the words that comes to me from people unprovoked is it's a game changer. Someone the other day actually said this changed my paradigm. And it's to me, that's kind of like a, a measuring statement to what it does. Cause you're right. It's not like one or 2%. It's like a lot. And, and of course I say that I created it. Like, you know what I mean? So to hear people like you, unsolicited, just share that kind of stuff. I, it, it's that kind of stuff that keeps me going because it's true. It's right. You can't look, Kelly said this to me. I think I told you this. 
but, and I thought this was such an amazing statement, but Kelly and I were talking about these things that, you know, he's teaching things and has been teaching things that are kind of cutting edge, or I would say leading edge. And sometimes when you're out there, it's easier for people to be critical or skeptical. And so I felt like asking him for some advice on some things was applicable because of what he's done. So we were having this conversation about, yeah, you know, I have a lot of naysayers or I have people that, you know, they want proof or science. And and I was telling him like, you know, I have cerebral palsy people that are using this. Tell her it doesn't work. You know, I have people with MS that are using it because it works. Tell them it doesn't work. Tell them you need a study before you can use this. It doesn't make sense. So Kelly said, um, (laughs) it's a funny story, but he goes, if you're sitting over there and we're at a camp and you're over there trying to make a campfire and every time you light a match, the wind blows it out and you can't light a match no matter how much lighter fluid you have on that thing or not. And I walk over with a torch and I light your fire in 30 seconds or less and I turn the torch off. Do you care about the science? It just lit your fire. His attitude was so encouraging and I've thanked him for it. Yeah, I am a physician. I am a doctor. I'm a chiropractor. And there's some things that chiropractors do that some people question, even me. There's guys I see do things that sometimes makes me wonder what they're doing. But I also know that I can't tell you scientifically the energy that I feel from someone when I'm working on them. I feel it. I can almost tell you what it feels like for each particular person. I don't need science to tell me what I'm feeling. So there's that element of me that's kind of like, I work in this space where I'm not, I can't describe it all the time, but I'll tell you this, Zach, same thing that happened to you happens to almost every person that I use this on. It's the same feeling. And it, what it is, is it's science. We have blood, we have vessels, we have nervous system, we have muscles, we have bones, we have joints, proprioception, all these things that isn't prejudice. We all have it. It doesn't care where you are, what you said, what you ate, what God you believe in, what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what sex, race, or anything you are. This works. And I've seen it work around the world. And it, it's this message. I feel like it's my responsibility to make sure people know what this is because the opioid addiction issue is bad. I almost lost a brother from it. And, and so I understand it, how it affects people. And being in the business that I'm in, also the same thing. But it's understanding that you have another option. There's a way to relieve this pain you're experiencing, whether sitting at a desk too long and, you're, and your shoulders hurt and your neck's killing you and your low back aches, or you just got done with a surgery and now you have rehab. It has a way of helping you relieve the pain and increase your range of motion. And that's what we're all trying to do anyway. Well, and I'm really, really glad that you brought that up because I think it's really easy to go online to the website or to Instagram and see your post or whatever it is and think, oh, this is for CrossFitters. This is for athletes. This isn't really for me. I don't need one of these. And that was the biggest reason that I came to you is because first of all, for me being a, uh, you know, a, a, an athlete and maybe in my own mind, I don't think anybody else would ever accuse me of being an athlete, but in my own mind, maybe I'm an athlete now. Um, but I was thinking for my needs, I definitely could use this for the training I'm doing. But I spent years trying to share information and knowledge and expertise and habit formation strategies about how to move less or how to move more in front of your workstation and have a more active, more dynamic work environment because I live and breathe film editing for a living and I'm in front of a 
computer in a small dark room for 60 hours a week. And I know that for me and for everybody else, thousands of people all over the world that have reached out and that I've talked to and that read the blog or listen to the podcast, we, again, like you said, there's no prejudice. We all have the same pains in the same places because we, our bodies all live in the same casted position in front of this computer sitting. And I thought, wait a second, this isn't just about the fact that I want to be able to go to parkour class and not feel 100 years old. There's a much, much bigger picture here. And I think that this could be an essential tool that essentially just sits on your desk or under your couch or wherever. And you're going to want to hide it, by the way, because everybody's going to want to steal it from you um, as a side note. <laughs> Um, but this is the kind of thing that in, you can just use to make your quality of life a little bit better in front of your workstation, but also help make you more focused and more creative. And the reason that I say that is uh, another example of my personal use of it is maybe a week ago, I was really knee deep in just writing a bunch of scripts for the next online course that I'm building. And I'm not immune to the problems of sitting or working in front of a workstation like anybody else. And in the upper traps on the right side is one of my magic spots where by the end of the day, as I start to just naturally hunch over, it gets really, really, really tight and it starts to just feel like the steel rod. And I've dealt with this for you know a decade and a half and I've learned all kinds of stretches. But then I thought, oh, wait a second. I've got the Theragun. Let's see if this thing can do anything about this. So I went and I spent less than three minutes and I just ran it up and down the traps. And for anybody that doesn't really know the, the muscular turret, it's basically, you know, like the, the side of your neck and kind of up and down between your shoulder and your neck sweeping back and forth. And I just hit that little spot right on the right side. And after three minutes, I stood up and moved my neck and not only had it dissipated, it was actually gone. And I don't mean like, oh, I don't feel anymore. The knot was gone. The range of motion was completely back where it was supposed to be. And I've never been able to do that with a lacrosse ball. I've certainly never been able to do that with Advil. Um, but it was just gone. And I went back to work and it was as if I hadn't been in front of the computer at all. And that's where it hit me that, like you said, other people use this word and I'm going to use it. For anybody stuck in front of a computer, this is a game changer. No question about it. I was with, uh, you just said something I, I wanted to tell you. Anyone that's watched Jackass over the years, the guy named Danger that they just abuse to, <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. He came by the office and we sat down and had an hour long conversation. Can you imagine the conversation I had with this guy? Because <laughs> I've watched Jackass and I'm looking at this dude thinking, that poor guy, especially as a chiropractor, there's no one on this planet that I could, it, it, it just didn't make sense to me that someone could do the things he does and he's still alive. So now I'm sitting here in front of this guy. He's had 26 surgeries. I mean, he went through the list of things in his body. My point is we're sitting there and he's asking why it felt so good because I treated him and we're having a conversation. So I was trying to explain it to him. And as people ask me questions, I try and go as deep as I can without trying to sound like a know-it-all. So I said, you know, it's like percussion from the Theragun really inhibits your body from splinting. It can't, it can't like engage. And he said, what do you mean like flex? And I said, yeah, I guess so. So he walks over to me, puts his arm in a really strong bicep flex. And he goes, put it on my arm. And I was like, oh, wow, I've never done this before. So I, I didn't know how I was going to react. So I put it on his arm really hard. And he takes it out of my hand. And then he puts it on his arm really hard, harder than I did. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't even feel that. Like, his, he couldn't. What it did is it took away the sensation that his brain was having from that flexion. Or its approximation of the Golgi tendon. So the vibration of the percussion he got right away interrupted or inhibited the signal to the brain 
that the Golgi tendon was approximating or meaning coming closer together. So he now opened his arm up, flexed it out. He's like, oh my God, this feels so good. So there's so much science that I learn because there's no one I can ask about this stuff. And even when we try to do studies, it's not something that, that they have references for. So uh, you just talked about the knot in your shoulder. I've watched that happen so many times from pro athletes to, to my mom having a cramp in her foot, just sitting there working that area, letting the percussion work, and then suddenly the body just releases it. Um, it's a pretty, and you're right, it does feel good. Yeah, it was, it's really something that I'd never experienced just that acutely because it's a spot that I've known about for at least a decade. And every once in a while, it comes back. It used to be chronic, and I didn't know anything about how to get rid of it. Then, of course, I learned how to use the crossballs and resistance bands and all these different configurations to loosen it up and open it up. But I've never just had it go away. It was as simple as somebody standing next to me, snapping in my ears, and it was gone. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I couldn't even find it. I tried again. And like I was moving my neck around and I was poking my thumb around and my shoulders and my neck. I'm like, where did it go? Like, I don't even know where to find it right now. And it took less than three minutes to get it there. I mean, it was unbelievable. That's awesome. Um, so what I want to talk about a little bit deeper, we've kind of gone there a little bit and I want to keep it you know, relatively general because um, you know, I, I don't want to lose too many people getting, with, uh, you know, getting into the weeds with crazy technical terms. Um, but when it comes to actually understanding what this percussive device does, I at least want to explain a little bit just about like how muscle fascia works and sticks together. And I'm going to start with an analogy that I learned from Dr. Kelly Starrett because I'm a huge geek of Mobility Wad and watch you know, as many of his videos that I can and try to implement them. But I think the best analogy I've ever heard, and maybe you can beat it, is that when you have something that's really tight and knotted, if you picture the muscles kind of like a band uh, like you have a bunch of pencils that are wrapped together with a rubber band. And a lot of times what you're doing, you're shearing the muscle, you're using a foam roller, you're using a lacrosse ball. It's almost like you're holding that bundle of pencils and you're just rolling it back and forth. And you can kind of get this visual sense of how all these pencils start to kind of roll together smoothly back and forth rather than being stuck. So going off of that analogy, is there a similar way to explain what's happening with this percussive device to the muscles and to the tendons and just to the skin and everything that's going on? Yeah, there's a few things that are happening. As there is with, with Kelly's analogy, you have force and you have heat. You have, I mean, which is immeasurable sometimes, but it, it's, it's part of it. You have intention. You know, what are you trying to do? Because um, that really does control kind of your emotions. But percussion therapy is our, our bodies speak in frequencies. And, and that's how it understands what's going on, whether it's a really, really low frequency or a high frequency. And so as, as we're talking and people are listening to us, there's a, a vibration current that goes through the air, it hits a part of your eardrum, and then it translates into the nervous system. And you, your brain translates that as language. And so you have one part that's, you know, in charge of voice uh, speaking and the other parts in charge of hearing and they work together dynamically. And, but it's understanding that frequency, the heart beats at a certain rate, the blood pumps at a certain rate, you're creating a frequency within your body and it's all this movement. So understanding frequency and knowing that high frequencies and low frequencies and medium frequencies have different outcomes or different effects on the nervous system. So if I took something with really small amplitude, which is the distance of one revolution, and it can be measured in nanometers all the way up to um, inches, and I, I, again, I don't want to lose anyone, but, but this will make sense. If I took something really small, uh, there's a, a lady that created a thing called the Buzzy Bee, 
Uh, it's about the size of a mouse pad, uh, sorry, a, a computer mouse, and you rest it on, an, on a child for 15 to 20 seconds. It vibrates at a really high frequency, but a really low amplitude, and it numbs the skin just enough that they can poke that child with a pin for a, for a, a shot, and it doesn't hurt the child. The child doesn't feel the pin prick. So they're using frequency with an amplitude because it's measurable, but it's in nanometers to affect the nervous system in a certain way for an outcome. So that same type of science applies to what Theragun provides, which is an amplitude with a frequency. Now the torque, the third part of that is mostly for the power to allow it to work on you without you having to do all the work. So it's, it's intended that you let the gun work and not you, so you're not feeling the vibration into your hands. But the frequency and amplitude of the Theragun works on a couple different things. And I, I went, took a little detour to kind of give a little setting, a context. But our body responds to the stimulus, whatever the stimulus is, relative to that stimulus. So you're sitting on a chair, your body accommodates to that chair. You're experiencing a good feeling, your body will slowly accommodate to that feeling. So our bodies are used to certain stimulus coming in. And if I'm using the gun in the proper way, you're just resting this on the skin. The skin is feeling something. So the skin has a tra uh, translates its information to the brain at 285 miles an hour. Remember that number. The muscles and joints translate their information through the nervous system to the brain at 55 miles an hour. So now that aching and pain you were feeling from doing whatever exercise you were doing, you put the Theragun on your skin. Now you are suddenly, and this is only one aspect, you're suddenly speaking to the brain in a really, through the nervous system at its highest frequency, meaning it's going into the brain at a really rapid rate. But it also comes out of the brain at the same rate. But the Theragun is hitting your skin so quickly that it can't keep up with that relay. So after a minute, it starts to relax that area. But it's not so high that it numbs it like the buzzy bee. Because you don't want to numb it. You just want to affect it in a positive way. So the first thing it's doing is it's speaking to your nervous system through a frequency on your skin. Now you add the constant pressure or the constant presence of the Theragun on your skin. It starts to cause what's called mechanotransduction. And in English terms, that's mechanical heat. Mechanical meaning this thing's hitting you. It's not fire or electrical. It's a, it's a mechanical movement. And the transduction is the heat that it causes deep inside the skin. So now you're suddenly causing localized mechanotransduction. At the same time, this, this frequency is hitting your body with an amplitude that inhibits your body's ability to flex. So your every aspect of what this is providing is relief. So understanding what to do after you get the relief is the trick. You're supposed to move. And that's, I say you use this, it's like a corpse. If you don't move, get up and move around. Challenge your body. Put the stress on it because that's what we're meant to do. So I know that was a really long answer, but I, I summarize it by saying the frequency and amplitude work together through our neuromuscular system, tricking the nervous system and giving you relief. I mean, that's kind of the easiest way to say it.
Yeah, and I think that that's a great explanation. And what I'm curious about to go even further is the assumption would be that when you watch it, especially when you see all these cool like videos where it goes from regular motion to slow motion, and then all of a sudden you just see like, it looks almost like water going into a pond and these long ripples in the skin. And I don't even know if you've seen it, but there's a couple of guys that basically did kind of a parody video where they take the Theragun to their face in super slow motion and make all these like, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Somebody sent it to me a couple of days ago. It's amazing. You'll love it. Um, so, you know, they're just like making all these grimacing faces and like their cheeks are all, it's amazing. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes for this episode. Um, but what I'm wondering, knowing that it's physically making an impact, you're talking all about the nervous system and skin response. Is it physically also doing something to the muscle tissue itself by the impact? Or is this really so much more about just getting the muscle to release? So like saying, well, if a massage therapist goes in and uses their thumb or their elbow to dig into a piece of tissue and remove the knots, does this have any of that effect? Or is it just the nervous system response? No, no, no. It, it definitely works on the muscles as well. The our actin and myosin fibers that are that contract and relax when the body has to move and flex, they are this. This is I kind of got sidetracked a second ago, uh, where how our body responds to the stimulus. The when you provide vibration or percussion onto a muscle, it is it is trying to meet that resistance by contracting and relaxing at as close the same rate as it can. As you're doing that the muscle is contracting and relaxing. And that's why you get such an amazing recovery feeling. And it also causes a chemical reaction inside the muscle. So I, I, I hope that answered your question. I, to be specific, when you put this on the muscle, it's not just nervous system, it's also muscular. The muscular part of that is it's releasing toxins by flexing and contracting. So it's, it's a clean, pure running muscle. Well, and I'm glad that you brought up the word toxins because that's exactly what I was going to go to next is what it's not, it's not just about the nervous system response and it's not just about the response of the muscle or, you know, needing it or like the physical contact, but there's also a fairly huge benefit to the lymphatic system as well, from what I can tell, because um, I've learned a fair amount about the lymphatic system just because sitting all day long is the, basically the most, you know, toxic uh, situation you can be in where you're sitting down all day long, you have no circulation in your body, the lymphatic system shuts down. And for people that aren't familiar with the lymphatic system, basically in one sentence, it's the sewer system for your body. It's like all the, <laughs> all the channels that are getting all the crap out that you put into it, whether it's you know food choices or not moving or just breathing in the air in Los Angeles, whatever it is, the lymphatic system is the sewer system getting it out. And what I've learned best to kind of keep that uh, moving and feel like, you know, it's all flowing, getting out of my system is either getting up often and kind of doing calf raises up and down, or I like to do bouncing a lot where I'll just kind of gently bounce on my feet. And like, it's almost like my arms go limp. I think somebody called it like the Muppet, um, the Muppet jumping or something at one point, making fun of me because it looks kind of goofy, but you can just kind of feel a little bit lighter. Like, oh, I feel like I'm just kind of getting all the crap out of my system. But the feeling that I have when I use the Theragun is that times 50. So what's going on on the, the lymphatic system level because of all this vibration? I think the easiest way to say it is it kind of, it resets everything. It allows things to move and kind of find its natural state. There's a, a guy that I've, that I've spoken with from Canada that has shared with me that vibration and percussion will reset at a cellular level. So now if you can imagine all of the components of a cell 
inside that, but it's got the nucleus and the mitochondria and ATPs generated, all that stuff that's happening inside a cell. Imagining coming in and someone cleaning it up, like a house cleaner. Just walk in and and now it's cleaned up. So if you've got a a kink in a hose in in your garden, um, instead of setting everything down, walking back and manually kind of untwisting or unkinking that hose, the natural instinct is to just kind of shake the hose or like move it from where you're standing. And that's what you're kind of doing with when you're providing percussion through your um, skin because it's affecting your lymphatic system, whether you like it or not. It's in there. It's part of that complex. It causes warmth to the lymphatic system, which are just a bunch of tubes in our body that push this stuff around, which allows it to move more freely. And it's also helping it move it in a more effective and efficient way. I have spent almost 10 years now raving about how much I love my topo mat. And I have finally discovered what I now consider the topo mat of desk chairs, the Core 360. The Core 360, spelled Q-O-R, is designed to keep me constantly moving while seated in an upright and balanced position. To learn more about how it works, let's hear from Core 360 founder, Dr. Turner Osler, about why he created the Core 360 active sitting chair. When you sit badly, you sit badly for many hours a day. And that's really what the problem is. It's very hard to make yourself get up and do jumping jacks every half hour. But if you just swap to a chair that requires you to be muscularly engaged in order not to fall off, it's an easy bar to clear. For the procrastinators out there who hear all the statistics and know how bad sitting is and it's the new smoking and they're thinking, that's something I'll worry about in a few decades, you're gonna feel the effects of having more energy at two o'clock in the afternoon or four o'clock in the afternoon that day. And that's the whole point. Your core muscles will be stronger. You'll have less back pain. All of this will make you more available for the rest of the pursuits of your life, your kids, your hobbies, your whatever. For those of us who need to practically live in front of computers to do our best creative work, the Core 360 is going to level up your game. Keep your body moving and keep the creativity flowing. To learn more and purchase what I consider to be the topo mat of desk chairs, please go to optimizeyourself.me slash core 360. That's optimizeyourself.me slash QOR360. Okay. Yeah. To me, that, that makes sense and hopefully it does for my audience. And to, to kind of go back to something we talked about earlier where you can talk all you want all day about science and the body and all these little things that it's doing. But if you had a scientific report that came out and said, there's no scientific you know, definitive value that proves that the Theragun is doing X, Y, or Z, I'd be like, I don't care about the report because I know how <laughs> I feel when I use it. So shut up. Like, I mean, I don't need science to explain to me what's going on. I like to understand, but this was just one of those products where it was so immediate and the relief was so profound that I'm like, I don't really care what's going on. Number one, it's super, super easy to use. I mean, you don't have to be a trained professional to pick one of these things up. You just take it. And I'm sure that there are, you know, perfections that I could create in my technique or use the right head in certain areas and other heads in other areas. But there's really almost no learning curve. And I think one of the other things that I really want to make sure to touch upon that I don't think most people would understand if we didn't bring it up is your level of attention to detail. And this was one of the biggest reasons that I was so excited to have an interview with you. Because like I said, when I walked into this meeting, I'm like, 
how am I going to talk to a guy for an hour about a percussive massage? Power tool? <laughs> what, what am I going to talk about? But you have such a clear eye for attention to detail where it's not just about, well, it's got the torque and it's got the amplitude, but you were down to just the level of exactly where the thumb goes and the minimal amount of balance and pressure on this one finger. And this plastic needs to be here, but it changes the way that your hand responds to the, like, there are just so many little details that you understand that I don't think people would appreciate when they look at this device. So just kind of give me, you know, a, a couple of minutes to help people understand the level of attention to detail that you've put into this product. Thanks for asking about that, actually, because those are things that happen um, from hours and hours of really trying to understand the body and how I've used it. And um, our body has a little, our brain has a, has a thing inside of it that's a mapping of our body. It's called a homunculus. Um, if your listeners Google it, it's, it's uh, H-E-Hemunculus, H-E-M-U-C-U-L-S or something. You'll, if you get close enough to Google, pull it up, it's, you'll see a picture of what your brain sees your body. Your hands are huge because our hands are really important to us. Our hands are our eyes. So if you think about this, if, I, if you had a bunch of things in your pocket, a Hershey's Kiss and a paper clip and a, a staple and a coin and you know a bunch of different things, a lighter, and you reached in and I asked you to pull one of those out, you wouldn't have to pull them all out, set them on a table in front of you, and then pick that one. You would reach in and your hands can see what's in there. So understanding how important our hands are to our body is, is part of what comes with being a chiropractor. And it was just kind of the way I understood because when I close my eyes and I touch someone really lightly, I can feel their energy. I can feel surface differences, ten different qualities of muscle tissue. So knowing that in my head, starting with that first product we talked about from 2007, that thing was so far away from an intuitive tool that I, it didn't feel right in my hand. Power tools are great, but most of the time you're using a power tool with force and a lot of muscle. So whether it's a drill or a hammer, or a jigsaw or a saw, you're gripping and you're working. The, it's, it's counterintuitive with this product because it does look like a power tool. But when you, to your point, if you start breaking down some of the little things where my hand touches that, it needed to communicate to my hand. I needed to amplify the communication in some areas and I needed to deaden the communication in other areas. So if you look at it, there's a, a part where your finger goes in, inside the grip area that your index finger would rest on right behind the gearbox that's flat. And you would think that that would be round, like that your finger would fit nice snug inside that space. But if that was comfortable to my finger, then your nervous system would accommodate to that, just like it does to your watch or your socks or your necklace or your earrings. After a second, it doesn't, it's not um, invasive, it's not dangerous, so the body stops receiving that information. Well, guess what? I need that there. So I needed something really blunt against my index finger. That's the first place. Another one that I thought of, and we worked on this a lot more than it looks like, is an on-off switch to turn it on when I need it and turn it off when I'm done. I don't have to unplug, reset, recharge, restick, relick, replug, unwind, none of that. It was just on, off, set it down, I'm done. So those two things were massive improvements from my first version now to my sixth version. And there's another one that, that, I, that, that was the pain point we talked about a minute ago were the attachments, how those went on and off. <laughs> the G1 that I made, man, that was such a difficult 
process. You know, I, a lot of people would receive them and they would work and they wouldn't work. And then I'd have phone calls and try and help them understand. And when we finally made the change to what it is in G2, it was like, it was such a big shift in productivity and the efficiency of being able to switch those in and out. And I, they were small enough. I could just throw them in my pocket. You know, they didn't have any sort of metal thing sticking out of them. So as a therapist, whether I'm on the, on a track, on a basketball court, a soccer field, or in a boxing ring or whatever, it's right there. I could just grab them and swap them out. Um, you mentioned a couple of different materials on the gun. There's a, there's a color on the top of a kind of a neoprene plastic. And then there's the blue on the inside. Um, obviously that the blue is intended because it's our color, but they're a little bit different consistency when you feel them in your hand. And then the plastic piece that goes through there where my thumb rests, it was, it was all made to be able to hold and manifest and receive information from the patient. Everything Zach that I just mentioned to you only works if you hold the gun the proper way. And when I say that, I mean, hold, I don't mean grip. I don't, I don't mean choke. I mean, you literally just let it rest and hold in your hand and you're floating it over your patients or yourself or your mom or your girlfriend or whatever. So it's important, you know, you talked about the different designs. I think the three takeaways would be your body has a homunculus that helps, under, helps you understand your hands or your eyes. If I'm going to put something between me and my patient, it better work and it better help. It better not deaden or dampen that information. And number three, if you use this right, it's really, it's really cool to feel that feeling. The therapists that I work with from all over the world that had had it for a few weeks, we talked and they realized after I talked to them for a few minutes, these little details, and then it suddenly becomes something so much more important to them. It's like your iPhone, you know, like someone shows you a new app and then suddenly, if possible, that phone is that much more important to you. Well, and that's a huge debate. That's funny you bring up the iPhones. Like if, if, the, if Apple decides they're going to move the power button half a centimeter down, people are like, but this doesn't feel right. This isn't where my thumb's supposed to go. Like that's, that's kind of the idea of how important those, those little design tweaks are. And just to speak to what you're saying about the ease of it, it really like it's so intuitive where on switch exactly where it needs to be super easy to push it turns on immediately there's no warming up there's no cooling off period there's on and there's off it has two speeds that's it and as far as like the the amount of pressure you're correct and that you basically are letting it do the work and i'm just balancing it right but it also gives me enough feedback that if i want to push a little bit harder that i can feel where it almost is like oh wait this is kind of getting out of control and getting out of my hand maybe i need i shouldn't have pushed so hard so it's almost like that unique design is guiding me towards the right level of pressure, the right areas of the body, because different tissues are going to be harder or softer. So I, I'm glad that you had explained that to me before we even used it and before I tried it, because I had a much deeper appreciation for that level of attention to detail. And the reason that I bring that up is because there's this feeling that this Theragun is kind of like this overnight sensation that just came out. And a year ago, percussive therapy, people are like, what are you talking about? Now you go online, you put in a massage gun. There's like five different versions. And a lot of them kind of look like jigsaws with lacrosse balls on the end of them. So I don't want you to like speak disparagingly about other companies. That's not what, what I'm here to do or have you to do. But what are some of your thoughts about the fact that you've been doing this for a decade and you've perfected this and now all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of knockoffs that are saying we do the exact same thing? First of all, good for them. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, just because I created this and we're selling it doesn't mean someone else can't. So yeah, people come to me and say, oh, I could do that. I still don't do it. You know, but, but also come back to me in a year and, and tell me how much more perfected you have it. 
you know, that it is, it looks like something you could make. And that's, that's kind of the trick of it, I think is, so the other day I was down in San Diego working with some people and I, a guy, a kid was there and, and he started using it. He, he messed his back up really bad. And we were in this clinic and, and I was doing kind of a demonstration and he came over and grabbed it. And I was watching him and he was using it for a minute. He didn't want to put it down. So I was saying, hey, use it on your feet. and Hey, use it on your shoulder. So I was just kind of talking him through like different areas and ways to use it. And as he was discovering these different ways to hold it and he would look up like, wow, that's so cool. And it's really fun to experience that kind of a thing. But the, my point is, when we got done, he stands up and he goes, hey, dude, I got to tell you, my friend made one of these, or at least he thought he did. And it was like a jigsaw with like a lacrosse ball in the end. This is so different. I'm going to tell him. I think it looks like something you could make because it came from something that we've all seen. But keeping it looking like a power tool was by choice because power tools were ergonomic. They were simple. They were lightweight. They were super durable. So why would I change any of that? I, I had a choice in 2012 to go to something that looked really, really medical. It was going to be like stainless steel. And I just gone through this design process. And I just thought, no, man, because that's going to get dirty. And it's going to see every scratch and ding. And these are athletes using these for the most part. And it's people at their home. It's my dad. It's my mom, you know, taking it out before she gets on her bike to go for a ride and drops. I just started, all these things started coming back to me. I thought, you know what? I've got to leave it as a power tool. So that's kind of its origins. And we try to stay true to that, but also knowing that like it's a hand tool, it's a tool for your body. (laughs) So of course it's going to look like a power tool. And if you want to make one before you start using that on your body, like find out what you're doing, like how much pressure there is, what's the impact What's your amplitude? What's your frequency? Are you really getting the most effect you can out of that? And the most part, these people that are selling them, they're just selling them because it feels good. They don't understand the science behind this. They couldn't hand it to a girl that has spina bifida and explain to her how to use it. So those are things I pride myself on because I've been in this space. I've been doing this for 12 years now. I've seen a lot of things from the top pro athletes in the world to some of the most sick people, whether it's kids with cystic fibrosis or, you know, someone that's got plantar fasciitis. I worked on this old military guy who had frozen shoulder for 20 years. And within 15 minutes, we had one of his shoulders moving at almost a 90% range, which is insane, but it works. But I knew how to use it. I'd had experience and, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a hater. I don't, I'm not mad at these guys that are building it because it took that same sort of ingenuity for me to do what I did. But I think with the background of the science, my experience and some of the people that I worked on, some of the people I work with, you know, in the, in the neurology world, in the performance world and understanding the languages of those things, you know, working with guys like Kelly Starrett and trainers from Canada, Matt Jordan, and, you know, guys from, from London, it, it's just having these guys from different parts of the world just confirms the fact that we're all the same. Our bodies are made the same. Um, and it's this science that works. And it's really understanding the details of that science. It's, it's not just a jigsaw with a ball on the end. I know it looks like that, but it's not. Well, and the reason that I bring that up is because as soon as I posted the first pictures of me kind of, you know, opening the box and just saying, hey, I'm trying this new thing out. The first responses I got were, oh, yeah, I've looked that up and I've seen uh, cheaper brands online. I'm like, oh, God, like, of course, there are other things out there that are probably cheaper that probably don't work as well. But when I seek something out, 
I seek it out from the source. I figure out who was it that first designed this and who makes the best. So I'm not thinking, what's the cheapest way that I can relieve my pain? I'm thinking, what's the best way to do it from the people that have done this that know exactly what they're doing? So yes, if somebody goes online and they use Dr. Google and they say, oh, I heard about the Theragun on the podcast. Let me put massage gun in. Oh man, this thing's expensive compared to all these other things. Oh look, this one also looks like a, a jigsaw with a lacrosse ball. I'm going to get that one instead. Like you said, they might feel a little better, but I feel like the amount of attention to detail that you've put into this, not just from a product design standpoint, but from a user experience standpoint, and also the results that somebody gets, like for you saying, you know, giving it to somebody with spina bifida or, you know, multiple sclerosis or whatever it is, those things make a much bigger difference than just, oh, you know what, we could probably save a hundred bucks per unit if we just changed the amplitude just a little bit or made the, you know, the cap on this a little bit smaller or use cheaper materials. Yeah, then we could sell more. And I think maybe my favorite thing from when we met is when you said to me point blank, and if you don't want people knowing this, I, you know, I don't have to share it, but you're like, I don't even know how many of these I sell. I just don't care. Like, I just want to get them in front of people and have it make a difference in their lives. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. Someone came and grabbed my phone today here in the office. <laughs> he's my stepson, but he's in charge of shipping. And uh, somehow his phone got locked out of our app. And he said, hey, can I use your phone? I handed my phone. And he, he opened the app. And he goes, you haven't opened this for like ever. Don't you look? I'm like, I said, no, I don't look. It's not that I'm trying to be noble. It just isn't important to me right now. That's not why I do this. Speaking with you is important to me. You know, helping, you know, a, a stay-at-home mom with three kids or one. And, and, and they're just, they're, they're in pain and they never have time for themselves. And to be able to help them understand how to use this, like that's what drives me. I mean, I, I still get emotional about certain things and because I'm, I'm in this. I mean, this is, this is who I've... What I've been doing for 10, 11, 12 years, I mean, I've wanted to be a chiropractor. I've been in the body my whole life. So there's, there's a lot behind this and it's not just sales. It's not, um, you know, I have people now that work with me that manage that stuff and I luckily don't have to be on it all the time. And I'm, I'm not super comfortable about talking about a lot of that stuff about where my focus is because I get so uh, passionate about trying to help people. Sometimes I come across a little different, but you know, you said a second ago the, about these guys that are selling these products. One of the things that I'm learning is the first thing that people do when they get it is they go, wow, this is amazing. How do I use it? It's intuitive that it feels good. And it's intuitive that you would move it around at a certain speed and a certain pressure. But do you know the direction of the muscles that you're using it on? Do you know what going cross fiber does to the nervous system? Do you know what pushing the... the the energy to your head and not away from your head. Do you know what that does? Um, working on the origin insertion of a muscle and not doing the muscle belly. Do you know what you're getting from that? There's a lot of that kind of thing, that kind of stuff that I feel responsible to make sure everyone understands because it's not like I have the rights to all that information. So I want to share it with people. And that's really what these kinds of things do for us, Zach, is get us to be able to help people understand you know, if a lady's driving in the road, car down the car and down the road and she's listening to this podcast, if you jumped on the website, I think the impression sometimes is this is just an athletic or sports device. But every time I put this on someone's feet or their elbows or their shoulders, no matter who you are, it's, you, it, it really doesn't matter what your job is. It feels good. So 
it's little things like that, little details like that, that I think these people, you know, creating these and trying to sell them as a, a different version of this is a little misleading. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that more. And I think that what you alluded to um, is something I wanted to mention as well, is it's not just the device. There's this whole Theragun community and there's a whole bunch of education available as well. So it's not like, here's this device. You've just made this investment in this power tool. Good luck with that, right? You can go on the <laughs> website. Everything is broken down very clearly for a beginner. Like if you don't know anything about the body or where to put this, it's categorized in such a way that anybody can look at it and be like, oh, all right, I understand how I can use this for my pain. So the fact that you have that to me is just another one of those reasons that to me, this felt like the right person. This felt like the right product. This is in perfect alignment with what I do. And I hope that at the beginning of the conversation, when people were thinking, man, like he met a guy that makes a percussive massage device and an hour later after meeting with him, his life was better. I'm hoping now after listening to this for an hour, people get it. Because yeah. there's, there's, you have a much larger mission. You have a much deeper why for what you're doing than just, I manufacture a product and I want to make money. And that's what I'm looking for is people that are creating products or creating education or whatever it is, where they have a much deeper reason behind it. And it's much more about the impact than it is about the bottom line. So that's why I was so inspired to meet with you and then decide that I just had to get you on the show. So I really hope for anybody that's listening, you were inspired to try the best as opposed to the cheapest. And you really give this thing a try and realize that it is in, I mean, there's no question in my mind, and I don't say this lightly, it's a game changer. And just so everybody understands, I'm not an affiliate. You're not a sponsor. If I sell 100,000 Theraguns from this podcast, which by the way, I'm not going to, so I just want to warn you. But if I did, <laughs> I'd get nothing from it. This has nothing to do with selling products, being an affiliate. This is about finding something that I'm passionate about that I know is going to make a difference in the lives of people that do what I do for a living and anybody else listening. So um, on that note, I just cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your day, knowing how busy you are and knowing how many things you have going on. The fact that you sat with me and gave me 100% of your time, your energy, and your attention means the world to me. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I, I, I got to say this, Zach. It's you know one of the many blessings that I get from having used this and created this product is I get to meet people like you. And it's, it's cool, humbling, and a blessing. I appreciate it. I, I don't mean that lightly. Um, you're focused on a t detail and being able to present this to people who we may or may not normally have been reached out, reach out to is it's just a, it's a huge, cool blessing. So I appreciate it. Well, it is by far um, and beyond just my, my pleasure to be able to do that to you. So you're more than welcome. Thank you much. Thank you so much for investing both your time and energy listening to today's show. If you were inspired by this conversation, don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice and most importantly, leave a review because that helps move the show to the top of iTunes and get our message out there to those who need it the most. Simply visit optimizeyourself.me slash subscribe to never miss another episode. Lastly, stay safe, healthy, sane, and most importantly, be well. One last thing before I lose you. If you haven't already, I want to make sure that you subscribe to my free weekly Case of the Mondays newsletter because it is where I share my best advice, strategies, and mindsets to help you design a creative career that you absolutely love showing up for every Monday morning. When you sign up, I'm even going to send you a bonus five-day email course to help you clarify and prioritize the next small steps in your unique path to success. 
To sign up, just visit optimizeyourself.me newsletter, and I will see you in your inbox.